Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you'd hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or a bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are very glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're here. Because today is a day that's going to change your life. You don't know it yet, but it's going to happen. Because we are streaming solo on YouTube. We've made the fucking switch. We're rolling solo, baby, on the YouTubes. That's right. And if you're uh, not watching us live, that's okay. Because okay. our entertainment transcends mediums. We mm-hmm. want to be here for what you need. And if you're an audio f- only because you got shit going on, I respect it. I'm the same way. I listen to my podcasts in audio format while I'm walking my dog, when I'm working out, when I'm just, you know, cooking, cleaning, driving. That's how I consume my shit. So for those of you that have been listening, thank you. We appreciate you. But to those other people, they're like, man, I wish I could see Doug and Justin live. Well, congratulations. You can. In one and place. That deserves a congrats to you. And that's YouTube. Yes, we are on yes. YouTube. We've committed to that. So, And we're going to get more into that in just a moment. But Justin we has are. something to say. No, I was going to ask, would you listen to a musical podcast? No. Okay. I've and watched. If you don't understand what that question was in reference to then you need to get here earlier and mm-hmm. watch some of the pre-roll. That's right, because that's where the juice happens. That's right. I also love how we, we've we already confounded probably one of our biggest, longest-running fans. Seth uh, goes, I sat in Twitch for so long wondering, hey, where are they? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I should have known better. <laughs> Wait, so we've got Seth in the chat, and there's also Slotty Bart Fast. He says, hey, who's this jackass in the chat above me? <laughs> Guys, we are getting meta in in YouTube today. That's right. It's Holy so shit. it's amazing. Um, so this is this is pretty exciting for us because uh, yeah. we've we've decided to put our eggs in the YouTube basket. Twitch was fine; it worked out. It was great. We started a community there, but we've decided that um, we want to we want we want we want to hop on that YouTube train, and for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, a lot of our content already lives here. So we post our episodes here. We post some other segments like Ask Practical Doug. Um, Doug watches awkward videos. Justin plays video games. We've got our YouTube shorts there, which, by the way, for us, have done pretty well. It's been pretty exciting. We've gotten some traction there. Um, we've also, we're going to start uh, taking out uh, or splicing down the throwdowns and making playlists for just those. So if you want to catch those, you know, that's totally cool. 
um, as well as some other stuff that we want to create. And we're like, why we just want to put it all in one place? So right. we've we've hitched our wagon to uh, to YouTube. So what I would like to say to all of you out there is, if you like what you see, you like what you hear, do us a huge favor. Click on the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast. Hit the subscribe button. If you like one of our videos, hit the like button. It seriously means the world to us right now as we're on our path to monetizing watch hours uh, and likes and subs matter a ton right now. Yes. And we've, in a short amount of time, have, I don't know, quadrupled... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what originally existed because we didn't do much here and when now we're actually starting to see some traction and it's exciting again it's not earth shattering to the average right. person but for us it's pretty big deal and right. we're like when you don't have a lot it's when you quadruple like seven it's great when yes. you quadruple 20 it's amazing yeah uh yeah when you don't have a lot a little goes a very long way yes it's super exciting and uh, it's it's great and I'm excited to just grow our stuff here. So, um, you know, we uh, we're you know on top of that support. If you do want to support us even more, we have started a Patreon, which is very exciting. It's Patreon.com/slash/MindGapPodcast. Link down in the description. Boy, that's gonna get weird to say. <laughs> But everything you need is in the description of our YouTube yes. videos. You want to follow us, our link trees, our all that sort of stuff. Our socials are all down there. But big thing is we've started our Patreon, and we have three patrons already, which is three amazing. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful amazing. supporters. And wh- the big thing about that is it's there's one tier. It's five bucks. Five bucks a month if you want to support us. First of all, it's just a way for us to – we did get some revenue from Twitch – since we're moving away from that, we're going to try and substitute, you know, what we were earning, hopefully with Patreon to sort of like fund podcast costs and, and potentially fund other projects that we want to pursue. So part of that includes getting early access to our content, uh, getting a special um, access to a special uh, uh, channel in our discord um, and some other cool things. And we're going to do some even cooler stuff down the road where it's just going to be subscriber-only stuff. We haven't figured it all out yet. But if you feel like you know supporting the podcast, Patreon, uh, head over there and subscribe. It's five bucks. Just That's the only thing it's going to be. And we are eternally grateful for anyone who wants to do that. But you know, if I, if I could just be vulnerable for a moment, I've always looked at the podcast as something that's just a hobby. And I never really gave it the oomph and the credit that deserved because I was afraid that if I leaned into it and tried really hard, then it failed, then it would be disappointing. And I've just decided now that I really enjoy doing this stuff. I really enjoy making the content. I've really enjoyed streaming the video games, uh, video game streams. Um, and just, I'm proud of what we've done. This is our 326th episode. Um, and that means like we have so much content and part of this to me is there's a sea of content out there there is a cacophony of options we've talked about it with streaming services right how much Mm -hmm. content exists in the digital world we are just one of a bajillion things you could choose from but i'm also proud of a lot of our content and seeing some people sort of subscribe to us and stuff and i'm like we have a backlog of content and if someone really wants to go take a gander and they enjoy it 
that's awesome. You know, like it's just another way just for us to break through and, and meet more people. There have been a few people who have been bold enough to take on that challenge, namely Haig and Jared. Yes. They jumped on board when they became fans. They were like, I'm going to go back and I'm just going to blitzkrieg this. And those two, uh, I can't speak for anyone else. I know those two for sure have gone back and they have each listened to every single episode. Uh, so if you want to join the elite ranks <laughs> of the Hagen Jareds, uh, you can you can do that if you want. It's yes. there for you. And the other thing with Patreon is um, if you're on the fence and you're thinking about, well, I like what they do, but I don't know if $5, is it worth the value? Totally understandable, 100%. If there is something that you think would would be uh more valuable or more worthwhile hey if they added this thing you know i would totally subscribe let us know we're always open to how can we make this better and at the end of the day we're doing this because it's fun for us number one and number two we just want to make you giggle and laugh and have a good time and feel good this is entertainment for you we're hoping that this if you're feeling down you put this on you're like yeah i i just heard two nerds debate some stupid nerdy shit and now I feel better. So, you know, if there's something that will make you enjoy this even more and want to, uh, you know, jump into that Patreon thing, let us know. Absolutely. We're open to any and all suggestions. We're, this is a this is an open dialogue. It's a two-way street. And honestly, I, I think the thing that makes me happiest is the community that we've built thus God, far. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we've got Jared, Hag, we've got Zenny, we've got Wolfslore, we've got right. Noah, we've got Alpaca, we've got... Uh, you know, the the list just goes slotty. on. Slotty. Like, I, ca I can't think. Of, I feel like I'm at an awards ceremony and I'm forgetting right. people's names. Like, we've accumulated Sirloin. Like, just Rolo, lots. Yeah. Rolo, Buzz. Like, we've met so many people and we've yeah. slowly accumulated this amazing community. And it, Richie. Richie. Jesus, yeah. from You Haven't Heard This Music podcast. Um, it's just been so much fun My to connect. My favorite person in England, by the way. Of course. Well, until you meet Rolo and Buzz and then the, oh. it's on. I'm gonna have an existential crisis when that happens. But honestly, like from the bottom of of our hearts, thank you so much for just all of your support. If you've listened, if you've watched, if you've shared, if you've subscribed, if you've given bits over on Twitch. I mean, the fact that people we have so many ass practical Doug suggestions, which oh, is amazing. And yeah. by the way, probably gonna be resurrecting. Um, Doug watches awkward videos, so mm -hmm. I'm nervous to open up the channel for suggestions on that because oh, um, I'm sure that'll be a treat. Essentially, that's going to be ones. me watching awkward videos, and we're going to be putting that out as its own separate playlist. We've got something. We're going to try out with Justin watching anime out of context. Should be a real treat. Um, Ooh, that's, is that the name of it, anime out of context? I don't know. We're just kicking around ideas, but essentially like we're going to show Justin a, a snippet of anime without any context whatsoever, and he has to try and make heads or tails of what the hell's going on. And <laughs> if you've ever watched anime, it's weird shit. So, yep. And the, the, the draw to that is that I know zero about anime, so it's yes. not like I'm coming into this going, oh, I've heard of this one, or I think I remember seeing this one time. That'll never happen. Yeah, ever. it'll be... Very interesting. So we've got a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, we also are kicking around some other ideas, you know, some things more narrative or just other things. You know, it's I don't know. We're just thrilled. We're excited. I'm motivated. Um, and I just I really want to throw everything I have at this right now. So if you are here, if you're listening, 
if you're watching, if you've subscribed, if you've liked, if you've shared, if you've donated to all of you, thank you. This has been exciting and I'm looking forward to what we're going to be doing uh, moving ahead. Absolutely. Um, and uh, on top of that, we are going to making going to be making some changes to our release schedule. We'll probably get more into that uh, later, but just know, like, come January of 2022, we're going to be changing things up a little bit. We'll still, you know, do our streams on the regular days, but you may see a slight change in the release schedule for um, the audio portion and, and things like that. But rest assured, you're still going to be getting weekly stuff. So that's all there for you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Zinny now Patreon. Thank you, Zinny. <laughs> All Zinni wants is a little keychain. So that hey, we can make that. That's the other thing too. You know, uh, in these early days of all this, you let us know. Uh, you know, if, if you want something special just for you, yeah, maybe we can make that happen. Yeah. Well, Mister yeah. Mister Rypash, welcome, sir. Another great human, very funny human being. Also, wonderful DM, great person. Thanks for joining. Good to see you, pal. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Um. Speaking of great DMs, Matt Mercer just entered the the chat, Doug. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. What's up, Matt Mercer? Anyone, anyone listening to this is like, oh, my God, did he? So yeah. Just go along he just said, you know, how do you want to do this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Eric? Welcome. Big hearts to you. Big hearts to you, my friend. So that goes to say, if you're listening and you're curious and you want to get in on this, check us out live on YouTube. That's YouTube.com slash little c slash mind gap podcast we go live on tuesdays at 8 p.m central we go live on saturdays at 8 p.m central tuesdays are live for the podcast saturdays are live for the video game stream that i host which is always a real treat it's a variety stream usually a different game every week so super super fun super super fun time so please check us out there um as well as our discord server if you want to join the community link is in the description below just click on that link head on over can hang out with us you can submit ideas for throwdowns you can submit ask practical doug questions you can find people to game with it's a great little community head on over there we'd love to have you also check out our merch on redbubble just head to redbubble.com enter mind gap podcast in the search bar you'll have access to our whole arsenal of stuff over there if you want to pick up your stuff for you um and uh i want to go ahead and right now do patreon shout outs to our three patrons that we have right now the first one out of the gate, Mr. Wolf's Lore, giving us that, that Patreon sub right away. Thank you, Wolf. Thank you for being a, sub, a subscriber. Second, Jared Urbis, all the way from Down Under. Thank you, Jared, for being a Patreon subscriber. We appreciate you. And last but not least, Richie Armour, all the way from the UK, for, uh, one of the, the hosts, the heart and soul of the You Haven't Heard This Music podcast. Thank you, Richie, for uh, supporting us. We appreciate you and everything we do. So, after that love fest... Um, I love you all. Thank you all for hanging out with us. You're the you're the you're the goddamn best. Let's talk about some cool stuff in the news. Yeah. In particular, some Daredevil news. Oh god. I got so like my butthole clenched up and I was like, "What?" I thought I thought for sure they were making an official official big announcement, but I'll take this. Yes. I'll 100% take this. Yes. The news is uh, the Marvel boss confirms Charlie Cox will return as Daredevil, which is super duper exciting. Um, I loved the Daredevil series on Netflix. I love Charlie Cox as Daredevil. And um, when kind of 
all that stuff happened on Netflix and it, it Marvel. I don't know there's like you know did Marvel and Netflix weren't really seeing eye to eye, and the series were kind of left to die. It's fine with Iron Fist. I don't mind that that one was left to die, but. <laughs> Um, I think part of it, too, is not just that they weren't seeing eye to eye, but Disney was behind the scenes. They were, you know, they had the the cloak pulled and they were tinkering and, and, you know, getting the gears all in place to start Disney Plus. So I don't think they had any interest in letting Netflix continue with these series. I think it was purposefully letting them die in the vine. Of course, because they wanted them to come back over to Disney Plus and things like that. And um, Daredevil was, you know, the flagship, you know, sort of marvel tv show on netflix and it was phenomenal like to this like, day it's what? like if you what haven't seen over. it go watch it it's so yeah. good it, you know kind of talking about some stuff we, we've you know the stakes are just different in that show like mm-hmm. you go from thanos is snapping to what's going on at hell's kitchen in new york right and what's this guy who's blind but can really see you know doing you know <laughs> In this, and it, it was just—it was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. And you had um, Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk, phenomenal, and just—I don't know—so good. They had some amazing fight sequences and tracking shots. Like it was just so compelling. Yeah. And I was, and season three was excellent. And then I was like, "What's going to happen?" And I think it was just universally, everyone was like, "What are y'all doing with 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 Daredevil?" Right. What about my boy Charlie Cox? What's going to happen? And everyone was like, when are you going to work him in? Because um, I always thought it would be cool for like Infinity War or something because we never really got the Defenders incorporated right. into the greater MCU, which is fine. You don't need to. But considering what ended up happening in Endgame, you know, right? where if you have Umbaku showing up to smash people with a club, Daredevil could have been there. Luke well, Cage could have been there. You know, like... I was wondering because I'm like, well, do we really want to put daredevil in with with some of those people who are uh you know these these space aliens could he hold his own because he's the devil of hell's kitchen he's very much on i mean he's got heightened senses but that's about all he's got i mean you you put it to the well you know umbaku was there and there were there were some muggles as you know we'll say uh regular people fighting in the fray so i'd say if wasp is there Right, Daredevil can be there. If, I mean, if Peter Quill is there, yeah, yeah. So we can, yeah. We I can, mean, let's face can. it. If Drax is there from the MCU, I mean, <laughs> Daredevil can be there. You know, Daredevil so. can be there. Yeah, I think that that. Uh, I mean, the thing that really took me with the with the series was just how gritty it got. Yeah, it got dark real quick, and I was like, oh, this is this is fun. This is the adult version of the MCU. Yeah. And it got it got real dark, real gritty and and real. Like it showed true pain and not that the the movies didn't, but the movies you definitely were they were appealing to a much broader audience and I think they got to kind of you know, kind of crack their knuckles and and spread their wings a little bit and say, "Okay, well what can we do with this Netflix series that we weren't able to do in the films?" And I I think they did really well with it. Yeah, and I think that you had more room to breathe. You know, yeah. in t- three seasons of this, you, know, you got to explore this character, and I don't know. I've always enjoyed the. That's kind of what I liked about Spider-Man in a lot of ways. Is how do you balance your real life with your superhero life, right? Like, right. you know, Charlie. You know, Daredevil is is compelled to help people. You know, he wants to help people, and he's just willing to take a beating to do it. You know, he's just. I don't know. There's something very interesting about him 
and then going and, and trying to also do law and like can he balance both it's like you really right. can't like just going out at night and then i mean i get tired when i stay up until like 11 o'clock and i have to get up at <laughs> five in the morning to work out right. i can't imagine staying up all night fighting stuff and then like getting your you know getting the shit kicked out of you and then wake up to be a lawyer right like what trying to sit there and yeah in court with a big shiner yeah and you're like um i fell down some stairs exactly i ran into the wall i'm sorry (laughs) no i think uh i think too you're making moral compromises right like that was what um oh i'm blanking on his buddy's name what was his buddy's name oh crap it's uh i realize everyone can see what i just turned to there we go whoops my bad (laughs) which would you turn to i just turned to the old dashboard of uh youtube no big deal oh there we go (laughs) um i can't even remember his name oh yeah he had a weird name i forget remember what it was happy Uh, no it wasn't happy but it's something like that swami samson samsonite slappy that's the one so you know slappy told him uh that uh you know, that's one of the things he was pissed off about is like, well, so you're just now you're basically judge jury. Like you're taking the law into your own hands. And that's what we're we're here to try to uphold the law. And you're going out and we would normally prosecute someone like you. And so mm-hmm. I, you have to start making these foggy. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Wolf. Thank you, Wolf. Um, you've got to start making these compromises if you're going to lead a double life like that. And how do you how do you do that and still maintain, you know, uphold the. Uh, law and law and order and i just don't think there's there's no possible way so in and of itself right there that character makes for a wonderful a, like it's got wonderful conflict built right in well there's obviously and, a connection for us too there you know that we can make it's like you're living in two worlds right you got your day job right and then you got what you want to do how right. can they both coexist because captain america he's living his full superhero life you know oh, he's in it all the way he's dedicated yeah. to it he's right committed he's committed. like a harris heller or he is nice that exactly they're in it yeah. all the way they don't dip their feet in in both worlds they don't have to they're in it man they've committed right. and you're watching daredevil being like oh man you gotta pick one but which one do you want them to pick commit man well as we find out from winter and uh, uh winter winter and uh, <laughs> winter and soldier land oh my god from that one uh you know with falcon and the winter guy yeah. Um, you know, obviously it doesn't pay my mind. You mean Falcon and Santa? Sure, that's the one. Uh, it, being a hero doesn't pay well. So, I mean, you got to be a lawyer to pay the bills. You know what? Practical Doug loved that comment. That right? like, just what? what is this? What's the health insurance like for these guys? Right. You know, is they're independent contractors, I guess. Like, uh, have you, I don't know, have you watched Hawkeye at all? Yeah. You know, that, that's the same thing where, you know, you know uh clint is what you know he's takes his family out for chinese and they're like oh no no don't you save new york we don't have to pay and he's like you really right. don't have to do that they're like no no it's on us it's like what well, sort of perks time, come along with that you know inexplicably though he's taking his family on uh his his three kids on a trip to new york they're staying in this beautiful hotel suite i'm like where is he getting his money listen he's Obviously, a retired shield agent that's a big difference Oh, he's getting a pension from Shield. Is what Absolutely, you're yes. Got it. See, that's that's yeah. why you got to join the system and that's you got to right. get your name in. Government there gotta... jobs have the best pensions. <laughs> that's the takeaway from this. That's, that's, that's if there's one I'm thing your dad taught MCU. you, it was get a pension. That's right. You know, I I was always wondering what I was going to finally take away from the MCU, and it's and it's that get a pension. 
get we, a pension. We did a bit about that years ago. Like, what's what's Shield HR like? You know, what's what's oh, the God, yes. You know, what what's that has to exist in you know in a world right. like that? I mean, the it, it starts getting into Doug Zootopia like insanity, <laughs> right. where if you have Those someone like a Luke Cage that is a lower level, you know, sort of a character, but has extraordinary abilities. Because in the comics, he starts a Heroes for Hire, you know, with Iron Fist and, and things like that. What what do those guys do? What services can they offer? And, 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 and Earth is lousy with superheroes. I mean, in right. the comics, you got X-Men. You've got, God, just countless superheroes. Like, I think that's what makes Earth so amazing in that comic book world is that no other planet has this concentration of, like, superpowers. And in a world that's just lousy with that, like, whoop. What do you do? Like what there's a whole new market and business right. that opens up where here you are just offering your services, you have these special abilities. It could be the most mundane thing ever. It's like, oh, you have telekinesis, you're you're a moving company, right? Because it's the right. easiest thing in the world just to go you're just moving shit for people. Right. right? Same thing with super strength. You're just like, cool, I'll I'll help you move. You know, just chuck Absolutely. your shit like you know. Or you become a contractor and you just you're uh you know, your construction. Oh yeah, you're, you're demoing stuff. You're you're moving rocks in a quarry. You know, there's there's you just you're a day laborer. Yeah, Sully so, so Barfast says, "How did Kevin McAllister's dad afford that crazy house and a vacation to Paris for like 16 people? What was that guy's job?" I saw someone post about that recently. Where you're like, seriously, the hell was that guy? The hell was that guy doing? Yeah. I would argue uh, maybe it was uh, Mrs. McAllister who was making the making the green. She did seem like she was in you know some sort of business oriented. She didn't seem like she was necessarily a stay at home mom. But we never covered what they actually did, did they? Did no. We? You know what? I don't. I the same way you don't like uh, musicals. I no longer like that movie because it leaves itself open to too many questions. It's funny because I, I Natalie watched that last year and she really enjoyed it. And I kind of want to make that a tradition where we watch that every year. It was yeah. kind of fun to watch it again. Did you have any? Not to pivot completely, but we're. I don't mind. Did you? <laughs> Welcome did, to my gap. <laughs> did you? <laughs> did you have any? Um, it wasn't until I was older that I started to have kind of a realization. I'm like, he is straight up, like torturing these individuals. Like what he's doing is sadistic. Yeah. Did you have any worry or consideration showing Natalie this that she wouldn't be able to separate the two? Um. Like you can't, you can't smash someone in the face with the paint can, and they'll walk away from it. I think at the time it was enjoyable as a child because it's the the kid is in power, right? Because as a child you're sure. told being you know what to do all the time, and you just kind of sometimes it was like empowering as a child to be like, yeah, get those adults, even though at 100%. the end like yeah. he still relies on an old man with a shovel to save his life um as we all do right um but as an adult no i think it was it was fun just because it was it was just something i just kind of like enjoy showing natalie's stuff and seeing her reaction to it right like showing her ghostbusters for the first time i was like oh she's probably too young for this but fuck it did, did you so you showed it to her yeah she loved did it did she like it yeah yeah because awesome. I told her, I was like, listen, there's probably going to be some scary parts in here. And if it gets scary, you just let me know. We'll shut it off. Cause especially like those demon dogs and whatever. I'm like, she's going to get scared. What did she think of the ghost giving Dan Aykroyd a uh, Yeah, well, we, didn't, we just kind of, I was like, yeah, we'll just let that happen. Hmm, I'm not gonna okay. really going to talk about that too much. Sure. You know, I'm like, we're good. Although I got to say, Nat recently has been asking both Jill and I where babies come from. 
I don't have in the getting ready to have that talk soon. Yeah, and already explaining the you know how it works. You yeah. know, yeah. So again, Ghostbusters could prove to be a very educational movie when the time is right. Exactly. Um, when you're overworked and you haven't gotten laid in a while, you have who, dreams. Who are you going to call? Ah, <laughs> uh, the ghost of a prostitute. Um, you, you uh, no, but like I've enjoyed like just sort of, and I I cannot wait to show her more stuff. I just cannot yeah. wait, and it's so funny because she came in my office the other day and like I was just on YouTube and there was just like a video of the show arcane like some sort of thing she goes oh dad it's that show because she watched almost the th full, full three episodes the she had to stop like the last 10 minutes of the third episode she got really scared and sure, yeah after that i realized this is not for kids right. so uh but she always sees it and she's like oh dad can we watch that i'm like no i'm sorry she One goes why i go listen i didn't realize this but that was not for kids and she goes oh dad i'm like i know <laughs> I'm not happy about it either, okay? Because I go, I want to watch this with you. This is an awesome, awesome show. And she's asking me questions about one of the characters. And it's like, because for her, everything is just in simplest terms of good good or bad. I'm like, right. it's complicated. She goes, ugh, why is everything complicated? I go, because it makes a better story. That's why. Why is everything complicated? Ah, it's just, geez, man, it's it's totally cool. It's chill. It's awesome. It's, it's, it's yeah. so much fun. I was like, I don't, you know, I don't want to, I, because it's so too easy to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I told you this, you know, the other day, but we were uh, getting ready for bed, and Natalie's like, I don't want to go to bed. I was like, why? Yes. She's like, it makes me sad. I'm like, what makes you sad? And she's like, well, it just takes so long before I have to wake up. I'm like, what are you talking about? When you sleep, it's like instantaneous. Sure. I go, you wake up right away. She goes, yeah, that's true. I go, it's kind of like time travel. And she goes, dad what's time travel? And I just had this glorious moment where I was like, how much time we have? Like, what do you, I go, I was literally like, can well, I simplify this? I was like, no, I can't gonna, simplify this. <laughs> just straight. No. I was like, I, I, I took a deep breath and I go, we're going to, we're going to have to talk about that when you're older. <laughs> she goes, Why? Why do we always have to wait? I go, this is complicated. Because you've explained complicated stuff to me before. I'm like, God damn it. She's good. Even she even good. dad is struggling with with how to <laughs> cover this because it's all theoretical. And you don't even know what theoretical I, means. I go, besides, I, I don't have my wall of a whiteboard to really right. draw this out. So You're like, I'm going to need a whiteboard and we're going to need to get Justin over here. It's like, Jill, then... give me the whiteboard. <laughs> she finally asked. Put on a pot of coffee. <laughs> we're going for it. You don't drink coffee. I want to smell it. I need to We're smell it for it. <laughs> we need to we need to go for this because yeah. I cannot wait. That was you had to have had like the tingle in your stomach when that happened. She's just so curious That's these so days, cool. and I keep telling her, I go, keep being curious, keep asking questions, right? Because she'll ask you know a question, and I go, I'll, I'll think about it, I'll give her an answer. She goes, I'm sorry, Dad, I'm just curious. I'm like, I don't be curious. I never apologize. For ask that. questions. I go. I may not have the answer, and I may not have the answer that you like, but I'll do my best right. to answer, you know. Keep asking questions. I don't care. I want to have that conversation forever, you know. That is so cool. What, uh, if you had to distill it down, if she brought it up again and she's Oof. like, Dad, I demand an answer, how would you distill down 
the concept of time travel for a five five? She's six? Five. She's five, almost six. Five. Oh, that's tough. That's so tough. It was hard trying to describe explain what a funeral was, you know? It's one of those th- I think we talked about this. I don't know if it was on the podcast or off, but we just there are some things conceptually that you just again, you know, but when you have to stop and go and explain what it is, why it happens, who's there, like just the whole idea around this thing, it's just not something you, you ever have to do. Very, very difficult to explain a funeral. I, I was just telling Nat, uh, Jill today, I was like, I don't envy kindergarten and first grade teachers because you're teaching kids to read. Like the concept of a letter and the sound right. that it makes. And oh, this poor it's kid, intense, man. This poor kid is like, today she goes, Dad, the word car. You don't really hear the A in there. It's not, it's it's just car. It's not care. I was well, like, if you're from the right part of the country. I was like, if you care, yeah. again, they care. And I was like, I, I, you're right. And I hate to break this to you. Language is littered with inconsistencies right. like that. You know? Just wait till you get to pterodactyl. Oh, my God. Like, t- yeah, today, what was it? Jill said some word. Oh, yeah. She, Natalie was just going through Jill's books. And she was just looking for words, sight words and everything that she saw. And she got the jalapeno. And Jill's like, how do you think you say that? And she goes, I don't know. She goes, jalapeno. She goes, but it starts with a J. She goes, yep. Yep. (laughs) Welcome to the world, baby. It's just, it's full. It's full of stuff like that. And it's, it's super, like, I feel bad because I'm like, ugh, because, you know, trying to learn all this stuff. I just know it. Or adding the idea of concept of numbers. I still don't get it. And how to put you have this one and you have this one and you put it together and it's something different all together you know nope. like it's yep. it's unbelievable and just the idea of you that's your foundation for things and i'm sitting there just going i hope you pick it up because i can't help you with this <laughs> yeah and there won't be a whole lot i can help you with i mean conceptual stuff i can help yeah. with like if you want to help on an idea for a paper or you want me to edit something for you, I'm happy to do that. Or if right. we want to talk about history and I can call out bullshit on history, you know, and different things like that. Although I don't think it'll be too bad uh, where we are. Although yeah. I did see an article today that uh, the north side of town, the school in the north side of town, apparently some parents over there have been rabble rousing about a particular um, graphic novel that exists really? and they're protesting it and they're saying that it should be banned what and graphic novel uh, are they are they getting their uh pants in a bunch about let me see if i can find it here we go uh it's uh let me let me let me pull this i up don't here. even ter- uh i'm sorry i'm reading the uh the chat out <laughs> oh yes the uh, pterodactyl <laughs> the pterodactyl um, uh let's see mr here. dactyl pterodactyl so yeah, hundreds. Uh, so demanded the book. It's called Gender Queer be removed uh, from library shelves, but students no asked the board to keep porn. it. Yeah, they're calling. They're basically saying it's pornography. Um, it's huh. uh, it's come under attack from you know larger conservative uh, movements. Uh, some critics have claimed children were being exposed to homoerotic or pornographic language and images. Gender Queer is an autobiography about author Maya Kobabe's journey of gender identity as a teenager and a young adult. A few pages that include illustrations of sexual acts have drawn the bulk of the ire, while other students, parents, and community members see the book as a vital tool for youth discovering their identity and any efforts to ban it as censorship. Interesting. And to that, 
I would argue to anyone in the room is my first question would be, do your kids have cell phones? Right. If they do, right. they already know. Mm-hmm. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, you, you can't. <clears throat> I think graphic novels are the least of our concern at this point. Yeah. You know, and also, what do you I, I just what are you so concerned about? Because think back to when you were a kid and what you knew. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me you don't think your kids know, know stuff already? Know about things? They know, dude. I, I the shit I knew in rap. fourth grade. Like I'm saying, man, and we had nearly we had, we had nowhere near the resources yeah. that kids today have. I think kids get such a bad rap for being <clears throat> either dumb or innocent or or they just don't get it. And I'm like, I just I think adults have straight up forgotten how fucking intuitive kids are. Oh, they know. know shit. They pick up on shit, man. I remember. Um, <laughs> also, you shouldn't be scared to let them learn shit. I remember this is because I grew up in rural Missouri where everyone is fucking gross. But I remember <laughs> a kid coming to school saying how he watched a porno in fourth grade with like his older brother or something had yeah. one. He talked about how there was a scene where a guy basically, you know, jizzed on a girl's like stomach and she like picked it up and ate it. I was at the time I was in fourth grade. I was like, what? What? Yeah. I was like, huh? I remember having just like these stupid in fifth grade walk around the playground with other people being like, why is fuck a bad word? Like they're just words. <laughs> like having the, what I thought was this deep philosophical moment of like, Love it. They're just words. Like, why are they bad? Like, why can't we just say them and just days on end, like, just sitting yeah. there thinking and considering, like, they're just words, man. <laughs> what does it all mean? <laughs> and, I mean, I look at that, it's like, yeah. I mean, would I want a four, fourth grader learning about, you know, apparently there's something about using a strap-on in this book? No. But a high schooler, are they watching R-rated movies? Right probably like what's the right age 19 as a 19 year old good to go it's like just these well yeah and i guess that's the thing too is like what you know i understand there's got to be some separation between like hardcore penetrative penetrative penetrating sex in like we probably don't want to show that in school sure yeah but at what point do you draw the line from uh, educating and exposing people to some an idea or some, you know, uh, just exposing them to to something beyond what they're what they're used to seeing or hearing about, and then, you know, stuff that is I guess you know explicit or illicit or whatever. Like, there's what the line is very blurry, but I think we can't coddle we can't coddle kids. I'm not saying we should show them full hardcore porn, but at the same time, you know, coddling kids also doesn't help anything because they're going to seek it out man they're going to find it it. i found the i found the magazines you know in my grandfather i found them i I saw i knew they were there i rooted around i found them dude the first thing i did when i got dial-up internet back in the day is i went to playboy.com exactly followed by hustler.com followed by penthouse.com like i went there and they didn't load because i had i don't know not even a 56k modem at the time. I right. think I had a 1200 bit modem, so nothing loaded. But that's the first place I went to, yeah. you know. And I, I don't even. I was in junior high, right? Maybe sixth grade. That's the first thing I went to because I was curious. 
Because yeah. this is also the same time where I was, you know, going to the, uh, you know, bookstores or whatever with my mom and reaching over the, like I oh, told yeah. before, grabbing them and pretending <clears throat> to read Home and Garden, but I was really <laughs> looking at all, Penthouse. <laughs> sure, absolutely. People, kids are curious, man. Young, young people. Yeah. Are the thing is, too, like, where, would you rather have them going and exploring it on their own and potentially getting the wrong information? You know, seeing the hardcore porn and seeing the unrealistic versions of what, you know, that's not, that's not how it happens. That's not real. You know, yeah. or would you rather have it in a controlled environment where you could say, hey, look, let's really educate ourselves on what's going on, what's available, what are some things that you'll encounter, what's some things you might like, you might not like. There, There is a safe, controlled way to do that, and you can find there's a line there that you can that you can ride for yeah. sure. And uh, I think it's yeah. ridiculous that they're – look, I don't know what's in this book. You know, Maybe it is uh, completely crazy and absurd. I would – I would be inclined to bet that it's not yeah. crazy and absurd, but you know, I, I think people. Um, we've talked about this before. People in this country just have such a there's there's such prudes when it comes to anything related to the body or sex or anything like that. It is so prudish. Yeah, it's funny because I have that natural reaction. Like I'll listen to other podcasts <clears throat> and I'll hear just. Like, I was just listening to uh, Two Bears One Cave the other day, and Bert's like, "Yeah, I jerked off this morning." I'm like, "Dude, he's just saying that." Right. He's just admitting that he masturbated earlier in the day. I'm like, what? But at the same time, it's like, yeah, we're all doing it. Someone's literally doing it right now. Right. Not like in our presence, but out there, someone's right. just, you know, it's happening. Look at, looking at you, Slotty. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. It's cool. You're welcome. You notice how Jared isn't in the chat? What do you think he's doing? Right. He's at work <laughs> taking care of business, you know? <laughs> TCB, as the Aussies do. Yep, give himself the good old rootin' tootin' Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm that, super anti-censorship. Yeah. I'm yeah. hardcore answer, anti-censorship. Like, especially with stuff like this, I'm like, eat shit. Leave the book there. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like, don't do stuff like that. Because where's the where do you draw the line after that? Again, yeah. If you take a book out, and it's like, then what? You know, and, and I'm like, it's a fucking book. You're, the kid's got to read it. That's a challenge. And not only that, you're drawing more attention to it by right. doing this. Kids are going to seek it out now. There's only one copy between two schools of 5,000 kids. That yeah. book is going to get checked out like crazy. It's probably going to get purchased what? on Amazon. Like that, Yeah, that book is now gold. And then my favorite part about that, that book valuable. My favorite part about that is like the kids were so nonplussed by it. One yeah. kid was like, I didn't know it existed until today. Like just another person is like, it's weird that The Handmaid's Tale is no one's talking about that. You know, or, you know, uh, Catcher in the Rye, where the character goes and sees a prostitute, you know, like just. Right. It's just, you know, for this one, I think it's because people are all they're all up their butts about trans rights and stuff like that. People are like, "Ah, I don't like it. You know, whatever. They're just. Yeah, it's it's the it's it's the certain sect of the suburban, you Mm -hmm. know, that that closed mindedness that that. And we all know what happens in the certain areas, and yeah, it's just a bummer that that's happening on the north side of where you are. Yeah, which is, to me, I'm like, huh, because we were literally just talking today, I'm like, I fucking love our town. I love our community. Everyone's cool. To be honest, I don't spend a lot of time on the north side of town. I go, is it more conservative up there? So right. goes, I think so. I think it is. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, we're south yeah. side, so fuck you guys. Like, you guys you guys are hardcore down yeah. the south fuck side. Fuck off. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I hate censorship, and also I just I go back to... Um, I, I honestly look forward to having these conversations with Natalie. I hope someday 
she goes, dad, what's pornography? Like, I can't wait to have that conversation because I want to be real and honest with her and describe it. And I don't want to make it a taboo thing. Yeah. Because that's the worst thing you can do is make someone feel ashamed for that. But my first question would be like, are you watching anything with kids in it? Right. No. All right. Cool. Cool. That's good. Um, why, why do we want to know what's what's sparking the question? Exactly. So yeah. I read an article years ago where like this um, woman was talking about she had this conversation with her daughter because her daughter came in because it was one of those pop ups like uh-huh. that said oh, yeah. basically yeah. like your phone's being monitored by the FBI. It was just like sure. a pop up or something, and she got really scared. Click it. Yeah. She came in. She goes, "Mom, I was on a porn site and 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 it, the thing said I'm in trouble." And her mom was like really calm about it. She's like, okay, um, were you watching anything with kids in it? She's like, no. And she's like, asked a couple of questions. She's like, all right, well, this is fine. And like they had a really good yeah, conversation about it. It wasn't like Honest. the ideal thing where the kid was like, hey, mom, check out. I'm watching this like gangbang, you know, pretty cool stuff. What do you think? You know, yeah. but because what I want to explain to Natalie is that that stuff is mostly performative. Although these days... There's so much more amateur stuff that's out there where people are just kind of doing whatever they're doing, but also... But I would also say that amateur stuff is pretty performative, too. Also, yes. Um, But I just want to be like, listen, there's different strokes for different folks. Pun intended. Literally. And (laughs) it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you understand that this isn't necessarily how it's going to go. This is catering to a certain feeling or need that people are like or, or or a kink that they have and everything's fine but please don't take this as what you expect sex to be because a right. lot of this is not accurate it's just exactly or yeah. what is expected of you in this situation exactly right. yeah like it's it's a situation where you know if anything to a certain level it's pretty educational right because sure. one it's it's double-sided because one you can find out what you know arouses you which is, is good, but like, oh, what do I like? But also, it's like, you got to be careful because you could just go down a terrible rabbit hole of ever consuming, like, this is all I need, and it can desensitize you. So, 100%, yeah. Which is dangerous. I don't know what it's like for women. I'll tell you from a man's perspective, uh, a little bit of that goes a long way, and you don't need don't need a whole lot because that gets, right. gets to be a real monkey on your back. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, it's like any vice, you know, like mm-hmm. the more that you do, the more you have to do to feel the same thing. And it's, it's, it's no different than any other, any other thing that you imbibe in. Yeah. Be it, be it drugs or alcohol or, or anything. Yeah. You know, really it's the same kind of thing where you do it, you do it in moderation, do it responsibly and, and, you know, use it for how you need to use it, but don't, don't let it run your life. Like anything, don't let anything run your life. No, it says vice city. city. That's right. There you go. I uh, I remember it's funny because I'm like I'm glad I didn't grow up with it, that access to the porn. I did have access to porn, but it was on an older computer and right. with much slower internet. Um, I had I, that was when I had 56k bit you know modem internet. Yeah. But I remember particularly because uh, I looked at a lot of photos because videos just were endlessly buffering back then. It was just a real. Sure tough way to get what you needed but i remember looking at a lot of photos and i heard my mom coming upstairs to the room and i was like oh god what do i do and i just like she, as soon as she walked in i just pushed the button and this is back where you just push the button and the computer turns off i was like sure. what's up mom and she's like what are you doing I'm so like, you're just sitting here in front of a an off it's like nothing she goes yeah you know if you're looking at stuff on there that you're not supposed to, then we'll just shut off the internet. I was like, I wasn't looking at anything. God. And I was like getting up and 
by that point my boner had died so you know tony hobbs does dial-up modem porn even count of course it does first of all welcome to the stream anthony hobbs it's good to have you my friend good to see you um of course it counts of course it counts everything counted within the relative time frame right <clears throat> did yeah. magazines count absolutely they did you know it's just nowadays dial-up dial counts no more no more yeah <laughs> But nowadays, like that's the one thing I'm actually. If there's one thing I'm nervous for, it's giving getting Natalie a phone. Oh, it's absolutely! Just because yeah, the cause... unmitigated access to uh, social media is the thing I'm most scared of. For oh, her. for sure. Terrified. More so than anything. Yeah. Just because I don't, I, I just I'm hoping we can have those kind of conversations where, like, listen, this is not real life. This is yeah. a facade. Mm -hmm of what people want you to think of people seeking attention and people spouting their opinions. And, um, I think I saw a tweet a couple of weeks ago that says we were not meant to know the inner thoughts of everyone on the planet. A hundred percent. It goes back to that 150 monkeys thing. Right? Yeah. Like we, we are supposed to be, we're, we are hardwired to be in smaller packs and know each other there and migrate around with each other. And then, Spend time. We are not supposed to be able to just randomly jump on and go. What's someone thinking in you know, in Germany today? And 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 find endless amounts of thoughts and idea like the 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 access to ideas and things like that can be powerful, but it's it's it is just too much. It's too much for any one one person to to take in. The amount of information, I think that's what it is. I've noticed for myself, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I've noticed for myself how short my attention span has gotten. And I like to think that I'm, you know, I'm old enough to, you know, 38 years old, I'm old enough to logically tell myself, okay, you're, you need to get off this now, you need to whatever. But if you've got someone who just gets it sucked into it, someone younger who's still developing, that's like it can really really be detrimental like i find myself now in a two-hour movie sitting there and after about a half hour going geez how long have i been watching this it used to be nothing for me to watch a movie i'm fine until i'm forced to do something i don't want to like i don't know a meeting at work and i'm like Musical. i'm just like all of a sudden my hand starts wandering to the minimize button <laughs> i start going somewhere else and i'm like huh Especially I'm like, yeah. this meeting does not pertain to me. I'm like, yeah. click. What's going on on Twitch right now? You know, like just who can I yeah. lurk on right now? Who can I give a view to? Or, hey, can I play this? Can I play Monster Train right now? Because that doesn't involve the keyboard. I just click and play uh, a deck building game during a meeting. Yeah. Do you find yourself, because one of the things I noticed actually within the last few weeks is how I jump from task to task while working and my productivity has gone down because yeah. I'm so used to with, with reels and with tweets and everything moving so quick, I can't focus for more than I'll be I'll be working on something, trying to like troubleshoot a problem, and in the middle of it, I'll abandon it and check Slack for no reason. There's no new messages yeah. that popped up, but I'll pop over to Slack and I just realized I just abandoned this thing that I was working on without even thinking about it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty bad with that as far as like, because there's so many distractions, right? It's like yeah. your phone, your personal email, your work email, Instagram, Twitter, 
you got I don't know if I said Slack already or not, but then there's not Slack, yet. and then my 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 watch is buzzing because I got a text message, and it's it's just it's telling you to stand up, and then you've got right, shit and, yeah, right. Like it's there is a lot of distractions. Like I appreciate the sort of like focused modes you can put on your phone and things like that, yeah. so you can just tune that shit out so that you're not constantly looking at it. I try to I try really hard, but it is really easy for me to get distracted with stuff where all of a sudden oh, yeah. I've been like, Oh shit, I'm not, I should be doing something else. <laughs> I got completely, cause what'll happen is I will go to, um, like, I'll, 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 Oh, I need to do this. I go to a browser. I'm like, Oh, you know what? I didn't post the note about the podcast for tonight. I need to do yes. that. And then before you know it, I'm doing like, Oh wait, when's the YouTube video dropping today? Oh, when's that? And I just like, I completely forgot what I was supposed to be doing and I come back to it I'm like oh shit that's right like I gotta fucking figure that out yeah that's that's the easiest that's the same way it happens for me too is that you'll you'll if if it's not just mindlessly abandoning the task it's that thing where you have too many thoughts piling on top and you go to do the thing which sparks another thought and you check that midway through and like you said before you know it four tasks later you're like oh shit wait what was I originally doing and it just starts that cycle all over again. It's so funny because I I saw a funny tweet a, a while ago. It said, like, being adult is mostly you walking around your house, muttering to yourself, um, why did I come in here? <laughs> and I find myself, like, I'll come in and I'll open up the fridge. And I was like, yeah. I came over here to get something out of here. What was it? And I, I can't remember what I mutter every time. And I'll, I'll say something like, I, I have some sort of like mantra that I do that I don't even realize that I'm doing it. <laughs> I like, yeah. I'm like trying to focus. Like that helps me. It's like uh, Ruxin in the league going dunna dunna dunna. He calls it Shark Ruxin looking for some sort of litigation. Dunna 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 dunna. I'm doing the same thing, trying to be like ah, focus, yeah. focus, focus. Say the thing, and then be like, that's yeah. I, I came in to get the chickpeas. That's why I got it. like you know, because <laughs> I'm getting distracted even trying to do that. It's crazy. Yeah. Hobbs says, I can't pay attention to passive content at all anymore. What do you mean by that? Like, what kind of passive content? Just like a like a porn picture that doesn't do anything for you anymore? You gotta or have is he active? talking about, like, is he talking about, like, endlessly scrolling on, like, Twitter or, or yeah. Instagram? Yeah. Like, Tell passive, us. like, where you just, you, you're not going there for uh, for an intent, just mm. passively scrolling and, and passing the time. Gotcha. That's my assumption of what he's talking about, but that's that is something too where I've tr I've been trying to talk myself more out of, uh, like if I'm if I'm doing it, I keep every time I see a video that's like the same as like a trend or something. Like this is the fourth one that you've seen that's that's covering the same thing. This is telling myself this is boring. Get off of this, mm -hmm. and and trying to remember, almost like it jarring myself out of that like trance it puts you in in yeah. order to close it i'm trying to to break that for myself yeah noah says, says slack nah 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 my work group chats span three individual text chains and eight facebook messenger groups and about 30 email chains gross woof i fucking hate fucking email woof. chains that is like my new pet peeve i'm like can we because especially when it comes back with like a one sentence response i was like why are we doing this yeah. This is so obnoxious. Just fucking instant message it, man. It's absurd. It's crazy. Hobbs says he has to be interacting with it. I I just oh, can't sit back and watch a movie or TV show. Oh, that That's sucks. That's interesting. So By you, the way, you so should check out Arc you should check out Arcane on Netflix. It's really good. That's my you should do that. That is not passive. It'll get you going. Yeah. It's so good. 
So that's opposite of what he was talking about. So yeah. he actually has to be like interacting with the Instagram or with the whatever. B says reply all is going to end humanity. I will end humanity. I will I will set off a nuke over reply all. Fucking reply all. I, the the rage I have gotten when people reply all and I was like, "Do you realize that everyone on this fucking chain cuz what'll happen is this was at my last job. This drove me up the fucking wall. I would get so mad. You'd hear me just go, ah, from my office because someone would send something to a distribution chain and one person, <laughs> Noah says, I only reply all. <laughs> Fuck you. Good, though. We'll, we'll get back to that. Put a pin in that, Doug. What were you going to say? Because I want to talk about that. One person. It would be something like, hey, everybody, welcome this person to the team. And it's a distribution list of like 60 people. And one person would write, hey, Welcome. And then everyone else would be like, I think they feel like, oh, we all have to say welcome. <laughs> so then the next person would say welcome. And then the next person, and it was just just this endless string of, ha, welcome. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I would just well, mute it. I'm fucking I'm like, mute that shit. Like, I'm not, this is absurd. Why would you, why would you just absolutely avalanche someone's inbox just to say welcome? If I'm the one who's like, oh, Doug's new to the team. Everyone say hi. And I just got a whole bunch of people that are like, hi. I'm like, fuck you all. Like, Because then what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to reply to each individual one and say, thanks, or do I reply hi. all? Nice to meet you. Yeah. It's such, a, it's such a waste of time and effort. It's like, eat shit. Stop you it. You know what you can do if that happens to you? You just reply all and ask to be removed from the distribution oh, list. No. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe, yeah, and then everyone else will follow suit, and then after a while, you can then reply all again and say, "I thought I asked to be removed from this distribution list." So B just said that exact same thing. The worst is when someone replies alls and requests to be removed from the chain, and then everyone reply all requests to be out of it. Boom. Do we know B? Yes, we do. Okay, I yeah. was going to say, is B someone from my work because that has happened many times uh, at my work, oh, uh, and it is the. Worst. Pratt and Doug is in the house. Anthony Hobbs. Absolute worst. Goddamn yeah. right. Uh, um, yeah, it's. But I it's, wanted to. Ugh. I wanted to touch back what Noah said, where he only replies all. How does everyone else get updated? I will say that when I when I put, and this is more for two state stuff. When we when I'll send out an email, I'll put Drew on, or Drew will send out an email to someone. He'll CC me, so we're in this communication with either a client or with a vendor or something. And they don't reply all, and uh, I'm left out of the. I don't know what's happening with updates. So when do you reply all? Like, what is your? Because for me, I'm the same as Noah. I don't know if he was joking or not, but I, I reply all all the time. If if there is, if people have cc'd someone on the email, in my mind, it's like okay, they were put on there for a reason. They're gonna they're gonna see, they're not gonna get left out of this communication. I'm gonna reply all and keep them looped in because I've been on the receiving end of someone not replying all. And then Drew's like, oh, shoot, they didn't reply all. Let me send it to you. And it's been like five or six emails, and I've got to fucking catch up, and I've missed some important info or something I could have chimed in on, et cetera, et cetera. B says reply all is a violation of the Geneva Convention. <laughs> well, then I am a criminal at large. I'll say this. Every message, I take into account who's on here. Who needs to know? Sure. what's being communicated and if everyone needs to know then i reply all however if it's a situation where it's like i just need to get justin or noah i will do a 
reply to just you two from there to get additional information or I'll fucking instant message you and be like, hey, by the way, real quick, what's going on with this? But I, I refuse to just constantly, unless I'm told, hey, this person just needs to be included. They may not respond, but they need to be informed. Okay. But I am super sensitive, probably to a fault where I'm like, listen, I fucking hate the emails I get that I do not need to be on. I, it drives me up the fucking wall. So I'm like, sure. hey, listen, just ask me if there's something you didn't get. I'll tell you. Like, I, I'll fill you in. But I'm not going to be like, hey, hey you do, what's the communication strategy on this? And eight people get this. And it's like, then they we're figuring it out over fucking email. And then it's like, I'm sorry. I'm just fucking sorry I put you all on this. I will say that is one thing. I think. I think email, a lot of people fundamentally use email incorrectly to what Noah said. He hates email as a medium. So I think if you're going to, if you need to hash something out or figure something out, that needs to be done either via phone or in a Slack group chat where things can happen in real time via email. If you're asking an opinion, if you're soliciting feedback about something or next steps in something and, and you're doing, you know, eight people on there because that's the thing. Cause let's say, Person A responds, person B responds, but then person C responds to what person A said, leaving out person B's response. The email thread can start to spiral out of control very, very quickly. And now you're just playing catch up. I can't tell you how many times I've written an email replying all and gone, consolidating the information back into this, like, please use this one moving forward. And to have to do that is just a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, so it's, it's I think I think replying all is secondary to uh, the primary issue, which is people need to use email correctly. Yeah, no, I, I look at email as a formal documentation of something. Yeah. With, with if enough information that it can't be easily transferred via instant message. Like, hey, everybody, here's the most recent draft of this e-learning that I put together. Uh, please review it by end of day tomorrow. Uh, I would like if you have any feedback on the design, like the way that it looks, please give that to me here. If you have any uh, feedback on the script or the words, this goes here. If you have any questions, let me know. Right. That's it. That's not something I'm going to put out in Slack. But if it's a quick like, hey, what's our communication strategy with this? I'll try to find the people and just pop that over to them real quick and see what's yeah. going on. That could also potentially be an email, too. Like if it's sure. like, hey, just, you know, documenting this sort of stuff, because I hate when s one thing lives in email, another thing lives in Slack. Yes. And then uh, there's this stuff is just everywhere. It's like, can we fucking consolidate this shit? Because <laughs> when it comes to sharing files or like links to stuff, I'd rather that be an email yeah. as opposed to Slack where it's like, oh, wait, you sent this one to me in Slack, but this one was in the fucking email and I can't fucking find it. But anyway, <laughs> every time you have to go. All right. Where, where did I get that again? Yeah, and I'll say this. Someone brought up, what about BCC? BCC, that's some that's some espionage shit right there. Oh, that's 100%. some That's some... Actually, it could be sexy shit, where you're like, hey, I'm BCCing this list because you guys are fucking morons, and I don't want anyone replying all. So here's the message. That's that's the equivalent of, like, I'm going to tweet at you, and I'm going to block you. Right. So you can't respond. Like <laughs> when, I, when I get a BCC, when I'm on... A BCC again. It's more in the espionage realm where they're like, "I'm going to throw you in on this so you can see what what's happening." There's a small that chaos part of me, the the Justin that you love, mm -hmm. is like, "What if I just replied all and said, hey, 'Hey, I'm here too,' and just Hi, blew everybody. the cover?" Or you just like always want to do that. Someone responds, he's right back. False. dot com. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> here's the link, you know. Here's yeah, here's Snopes. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck, you piece of shit. It's like, oh, I didn't know Justin was here. Yeah, BCC oh, no. is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on this, but you gotta sit there and be quiet and just watch, see what's happening. I'm letting you know that I'm laying stuff down, but they don't know that you're here. Like it's right. happening. That's some <laughs> that's some sneaky shit. Sliding in sneaky shit. So would you say uh would you say that that replying all is a practical thing to do or an unpractical thing to do? It depends on the situation. Okay. Well, since we're stretching our practical muscles. Yeah. You got the questions, we got the answers. All you do is ask. Who? Practical. 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 Shit, we're asking practical duh. Oh yeah. Yes. We've got so, so many. <laughs> we have a a metric shit ton, which is an official measurement uh, true. of ask practical dugs. So if you're new to this, ask practical dug, there's a small person who lives inside the larger person in Doug. Uh, and it's called Practical Doug. This little slice of Doug's psyche is extraordinarily practical and loves to delve out advice. So uh, if you have a question, you can either put it in the Discord. Uh, we have a special channel for Ask Practical Doug. You can tweet at us, uh, at MindGap Podcast, on pretty much any social media platform, hashtag Ask Practical Doug, or you can email, uh, email us if you're lucky enough to have that, or text us if you're really good friends with us. Today's Ask Practical Doug comes from one of our favorites, Mr. Wolfslore. And, Doug, this is right up your fucking alley. Which cookie packs the best flavor of Christmas? And how would you break Christmas into a flavor? I need to know how to best spend my money this season to best taste Christmas in cookie form. I love Practical this. Doug. I love this question because this originally was a very simple question from Zenny, which was, what is your favorite holiday cookie flavor? And Wolf goes, this is Practical Doug. So the better question, and he said that, he's like... Yeah, he goes, yeah. Uh, she goes, so I need I needed to detail the question practically. He goes, yes, otherwise you could just ask regular Doug. <laughs> exactly. It's got to be a practical ask. Uh, practical ask. Yeah, so. Um, if you, if you want to pull out Ask Practical Yeah, Doug. if you want to pull out Ask Practical Doug, it's, it's, yeah, get to something that, yeah, it's more than just like, what's his opinion? You know, it's like, I need to know which cookie packs the most Christmas flavor. Right. And I thought about this. I'm thinking about the flavors of Christmas, and I had kind of a snarky response in Discord, which was Christmas is an equation which includes nutmeg, allspice, cinnamon, peppermint, a dash of guilt, a gallon of capitalism, and half a cup of family grudge match. So that's, a, that's tasty. But then I just basically was like, so gingerbread cookie. Um, <laughs> because a gingerbread cookie is very seasonal, it okay. gets in a lot of those flavors, right? There's that ginger, there's some cinnamon. Uh, there's some sweetness to it, you know, um, and it, it's you can it's something that you think gingerbread houses the frustration of building one. It's a mess. They don't. Argh! Wolf said, uh, "No, it was no, it was." Uh, get confused. Everyone changes their names in the Discord over Christmas. Jingle my bells, aka Jared, uh, said, "That's fair." My family once had a shouting match over gingerbread. Exactly. And not only that, let's face it, Christmas, just like Thanksgiving, I don't know what's worse. I don't know what's worse for family drama, Christmas or Thanksgiving. 
But shit comes out, man. It comes out. It does out. come out. I have to say, stereotypically, I think it. I think Thanksgiving wins on that one. In a throwdown versus Thanksgiving <laughs> and Christmas, as far as what brings out the worst in a family, I gotta say Thanksgiving. It's challenging because Christmas also involves gifts, so there's an added layer. It could go either way. There's more chaos with that. True. Because if you give the wrong gift, don't give a gift, spend too much, spend too little, um, there's a lot more stress involved with that. Although Thanksgiving just seems loosey-goosey. We're all just sitting down for a meal, getting some beverages. Vikings. We're going to be gluttonous. And then... And I think that's the thing where Christmas still has... Even though it's got that that the presence, the capital, there's still this like that kind of magical overtone of like you know we're it's a we're all friendly and lovey. There's there's something there's there's that that layer of magic over Christmas that I think Thanksgiving's a little bit more raw, and yeah. I think that's why it. I think you're, you're right. You're gonna have family. Look, if your family is prone to drama, it's gonna come out in both. So agreed. And the thing is, they're only a month apart. So, exactly. you know, I love so that really it's, that, it's that scene from Scrubs where, you know, Turk has explained to JD like how crazy his his family is. He's like, yeah. you know, I've got, um, what is it? Uh, he's like, someone's yelling at my mom because, you know, she burnt the turkey and it's, it's burnt black. And then my militant cousin, whatever, is saying you can't say black anymore and yelling at them for that and then my aunt whatever is trying to put her head in the oven because she's having an episode and you know what we sit down we have our meal we say we love each other because in a month we're gonna do it again like just (laughs) that's it yeah well it's it's true because if you go if you go to war on uh on thanksgiving it's all christmas is is just a rematch yeah and i would say that wait a month christmas there's a lot of like this is for the kids. There's the sure. religious aspect of it. You know, there's you can there's some down. things that are like yeah. for Jesus, we need to be in our best behavior. Okay, <laughs> he's out front in the manger. I almost said the menagerie. It's the same thing. I get so uncomfortable when I walk by houses and they have a nativity scene. I'm like, ugh. I just Dude. I'm like walk a little bit faster. I'm like gross. No. Ugh. There was one one house uh, that I walked by and I was like. This nativity scene I can get on board with. They had I can't remember specifically what it was, but they had like uh, uh, like a cardboard cutout of somebody. They had like a ninja turtle. They had they had all these like oversized dolls out in the nativity scene, and I was like, yes, that I can get on board with because you you get it. This is this is this is light trolling on a Christmas holiday. Yeah, I, I can appreciate a good trolling. Yeah. On it. Um, real quick, a couple of other ones that were asked. Uh-huh. Uh, Noah said, uh, is Chapstick worth it or do you just buy a huge tub of Vaseline? Obviously, a huge tub of Vaseline. Go to Costco, get your Vaseline. Problem solved. Next question. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, what's the best? B says, what's the best excuse t- to give to not see the family you hate over the holidays? Listen. This is it. Listen closely, B, because I'm going to give you a real inside scoop here. All right. Long time ago, we determined my friend, Jeff, who's no longer with us, gave me one great insight. You can only use it once. It only works once. Okay. So you have to use this card wisely. But if you want to get out of something, 
and you're willing to accept some humility here, you just calmly and politely say, I have explosive diarrhea. I'm unable to attend. Have a good day. That works for getting out of work. And if you can play that while you're telling them, also useful. Because if you're willing to say that, in most cases, people are like, huh, well, I mean, what, what do you say to that? Liar. You got to sell it. You can't be like, yeah, man, I got diarrhea. I can't make it tonight. But yeah. but even then, some people are like, are you serious? It's like, yeah, just fiery shits coming out yep. coming out of my body. I can't make it. People are going to be like, oh, okay, man, um, see ya. Because <laughs> people are like, I'm not feeling well. Or like, oh, he's full yeah. of shit. Like, no, I am blowing it out right now. You give, you give them an undeniable, like, no one would admit that unless yeah. it was happening to them. Like, and listen, even then, they shouldn't be admitting it. Listen, I'm going to level with you. All right, Justin, I can't make it to your wedding. Oh, no. Why? What's going on? What's Listen, wrong? I, it's just, you know, I've just haven't really been feeling well. Yeah. Been sweating a lot. Listen, man, I have really bad diarrhea. You, oh, ooh. I can't, oh. I can't leave. Every five minutes, it's just pouring That's, out of me. Yeah. I, I think whenever I wipe, it's mostly blood. Oh, oh no. It's that, just. Look, I. You get better, man. I'm going to try and walk my gift over to you guys at least and dro dro no, no, drop no, no, it no, off. No. I don't know, man. You know what? Don't even worry about it. I don't, don't know, worry. man. It's okay. It's totally okay. We don't need it. That's oh, fine. Oh, God. You just. Uh oh. Ah. Yeah, you okay? Oh, no. Hang up the phone. You're out. Problem solved. <laughs> I will say, honest to God, no joke. We did have someone at my work about two, three years ago use that excuse yeah and they they told they told us i'm having diarrhea <laughs> you can't compete we can't there's no and, response and you and I have talked about this for like we've we've known that we've talked about this before the first place my mind went was oh my god this is doug's excuse like this person used it and zero people called her into question her yes yeah because that's the thing if you're, i'm having <laughs> diarrhea I'm having diarrhea. It's like, because the thing too is everyone okay. knows that's an awful situation. So <laughs> they're going to empathize immediately and be like, all right, man, take it easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And Ori goes, I'm shitting that day. <laughs> I can't come. I'm shitting that day. Sorry. That doesn't play as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys got a, uh, not only a Ask Practical Doug, but the chat got speed round Practical Doug. And uh, that's what you get when you hang out live. You can ask, you might get Doug to do some of your uh, in-person questions live right here. The other thing that you'll get when you come watch us live is you're going to get to see us debate in person. Welcome to the Throwdown. Woo! Welcome, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're here. It's happening. Okay. It's the happy haps. It's and the happy. I couldn't be more excited for this. Justin what is this? has no idea what this is, but I am I, fucking so pumped. Can I just, I'd like to just uh, shout out. So again, as we do these throwdowns, <laughs> it's the council that puts them together. And we don't see them until, until right now, until I play that theme song. They post it in our shared word document. And I scroll down and... There's the two people here, and then in parentheses it says, and the council knows us very well. In parentheses it says, Doug, you're going to have to do the heavy lifting here. <laughs> 
So they're very well aware that I have uh, minimal to no knowledge about who the fuck either of these people are. Yes. This is going to be interesting. All right, Justin, play those drums. This week's throwdown is Doomfist from Overwatch versus Vi from League of Legends. Now, already, League of Legends is toxic, so I say it's Doomfist. Here's the thing. I can only speak to Vi from my experience in watching her in Arcane on Netflix, which you should check out now. It's really good. Um, So, and I hope I'm going to do Doomfist justice here because he's pretty awesome in Overwatch. Um, He's an evildoer. He is. uh, So, his powers and abilities are actually his section is relatively uh limited uh, honestly but uh which one do you want to read do you want me to read both or do you want to read one i'll read one of them you tell why don't you, me why don't you, you do 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 doom fist why don't you do doom fist? all right here comes doom fist up your pooper so he's an evildoer <clears throat> um his full name is not important uh his is from overwatch his occupation uh he's an apprentice for something uh he's one of talon no 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 say the name no say the name that he was an apprentice to (laughs) i can jitty adimani's you got it powers and skills (laughs) he's got a hand cannon uh superhuman strength superhuman speed superhuman uh Stamina, peak human durability, martial arts, and he's very charismatic. His mm-hmm. hobbies include causing destruction, seeking revenge against Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Is wait, is Overwatch a group? It's a guy, Dan Overwatch. Ah, got it. Okay. Yeah. Never knew that. Yeah, That's now you do. So uh, his goals are to destroy Dan Overwatch and start a conflict that would make the world stronger by his beliefs. Uh, let's go down to the powers and abilities. Being one of Talon's leaders, Doomfist has immense strength and durability. Physical strength was almost unrivaled, being capable of throwing cars with ease and creating craters with a single punch. His durability was also astounding. Being able to take uh, tank tracers... Tank tracers pistols. Yep, that makes sense to me. And uh, so, look, he's... Uh, Keep going. He's a strong dude. What else? Well, he, what else can he tank? He's fast. What else? Who he can tank tracers pistols? What else? <laughs> he can take Genji's sword and even hit from Primal Winston's punch and only be incapacitated. Ah. Oh God, I fucking He's also love this. Fast. He's <laughs> <laughs> just reading this. You're like, this means nothing to me. This means He's absolutely awesome. nothing to me. I want to create a voice acting script for you. And I want you. I, I want to fill it. That's my goal. That's going to be a project. That's going to be a, a one-off, where we are the, the council and I are going to get together, and we're going to create. That's what we're going to do. We will make a scene, a voice acted scene. Okay. And we're going to fill it with a whole bunch of shit like this, and you're going to have to read it. You're not going to get a whole lot of time, and maybe we'll give it to you, and you just have to figure out how am I going to read this, like what mm-hmm. emphasis I'm going to do. You have to say it. You're going to have to mean it. Okay. That's going to put. It's on record. That's what, that's another thing we're gonna do. That will be All so right. much fun. Just watching you right there, trying to be like, I don't know what this means. Like being able to take tracers pistols. What the fuck is that? Like, 
That's the same as me listening to people talk Pokemon. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on right now. Absolutely. King Talister is always doing something about Nuzlocke. I don't know what Nuzlocke is on Pokemon. Is that a person? Is that a thing? Is that like a, a an ability? It's a, it's a form of cuddling. Right? I'm going to Nuzlocke you. Grr, yeah. You know? All right. So. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, that's Doomfist. Doug, what do you got for? Let's talk about the, Vi. Vi. Short for Violet. Uh, she's an enforcer, a one-girl wrecking crew. Um, she's also known as Fat Hands. Uh, let's see here. Uh, she's got these gauntlets, Hextech gauntlets. She's a peak physical uh, strength. She's got blast shields. She, her hobby is smashing things. Roughhousing. She likes to roughhouse. Listening to chem punk music. Oh, how nice. Disobeying orders, making Vi puns, and boxing. Uh, let's see here. Uh, cool, 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 cool. So she's a hot-headed enforcer. She's hot. Um, yeah, okay, so they don't really list powers and abilities here, but what I could tell you from the show is that she's a, she's a brawler. She's okay. an, she's an accomplished, um, fighter. She grew up on the streets. She was an, she, be, she and her sister became orphans and she was taken under the wing of a guy named Vander who taught her basically how to fight how to punch again it's mostly like underground you know she she's uh she's part of like you know the underworld you know she's not like a chaotically evil person but she yeah she'll go and rob stuff and she gets in fights with rival gangs and stuff like that she's she knows how to handle herself she has these big gauntlets a do-gooder man she is a do-gooder you know i'd say she's chaotic good in a lot of ways but she you know she grew up in in the underworld right and um so I feel like while she's from Detroit says no. <laughs> I feel like Doomfist has like his his fist like that thing is particularly brutal. Like it's it's known for it like one punch can level something. Like it says like he can create craters. So I think he has more power and his fist than Vi does. Like, Vi can do some pretty impressive stuff. You would not want to get punched by her. Sure. But Doomfist and his his ability to, to move, he's got cannons on his gun. And I've seen what he can do in the game. A really good Doomfist player is fucking annoying. Like, But she's got blast shields, though. She does have blast shields. But and she has two fists, and it looks like he's only got the one. He only needs the one. Mm. Vi is enhanced by magic. Her gauntlets are... Her gauntlets, again, I can only speak to, I can't speak to League of Legends. I can only speak to her from the show. She does have those enhancements, but from where we are on the show, she, um, oh, you're right. She does get some of that magic, doesn't she? It's not really because she takes that potion at one point in time, that tincture. Mm, the tincture. Yeah. So I wonder if that will play a factor later on. But she gets in a fight with those Hextech gloves. I don't know if there's maybe another one. And she does one-on-one with a regular person who also has some enhancements. But I don't think she can handle a Doomfist. That's the thing. I mean, as Slotty said, but it's a Doomfist. Yeah. I think one hit... It's one of those things where one hit from that would probably absolutely do her in. And she is... She leads with her face <laughs> a lot. Like... An interesting uh, combat style. Well, because they say, I mean, she's she's a brawler. Like she's she she does some amazing combos and shit. But someone goes, I see you're still blocking with your face. Like, 
Right. Okay. And Noah says, I mean, the lady is basically low level Doomfist. With that right there, she's a low level Doomfist. She's not Doomfist. There you go. And as much as I love Vi, she's phenomenal. She's great. I think Doomfist, his speed, his ability, um, his meteor strike, like his Right. It's it's no joke, man. And I think um Doomfist, unfortunately, I think is is going to take this one. I think Vi I mean, look, would man. be a violent, violent and valiant effort, mm-hmm. but you know, I think Doomfist I, I would think come out ahead. Based purely off the fact that he, the type of villain he is is a psychopathic brute, mm-hmm. and one of his crimes is a jailbreak. That speaks volumes. Well, I what mean, kind of, Vi has also of- fought off some psychopathic, you know people as well she's fought off yeah, basically but, mindless like mutants and a psychopathic brute yeah that's I mean, a i'd argue she's i'd argue she's fought off some of that stuff but i don't think they don't have the same have power them, that doomfist does have any of them broken out of jail because doomfist has vi broke out of jail well you're starting to make an argument against doomfist now yeah but vi broke out by someone like getting her out using oh, B, so using she didn't break out. using she was using bcc they got her out Reply all. I'll mm. be ready. <laughs> BCC. Go out the back door. Another successful throwdown. Awesome. That was good. What a great matchup. That was so cool. I love... Guys, I loved that one. I love that so much. Uh, that was so much fun. And again, I hate to say it again. We're just going to go ahead and ease right over recommendations. I wasn't going to do it again. Doomfist does have a gun on his knuckles. Yes. Um... I wasn't going to do it again, but fucking Arcane, guys. Like You're really fucking into this, Seriously, man. I just, Noah watched it, and he and I were like DMing back and forth, and we were having a really good discussion about it. I've watched it twice. Okay. It's so good. Like, I just, I hope I'm not upselling it too much. Um, oh, you are. It's just, it was so enjoyable, man. Like, I just really liked it, and uh, I don't know. It was just, it was so cool. To the point where I, I'm kind of like nudging Jill a little bit, I'm like, do you want to watch it? Because like I'm a pretty good judge of what Jill will like. She's not usually yeah. in typically into fantasy stuff and sci-fi right. and things like that. But I'm like, the story is so good. I think you can get past like the steampunk stuff with it. You know? Okay. <laughs> it's a baby cartoon show for babies. Bullshit. Because it is not for Natalie. I'll tell you that much. Mm-mm. No sir. Uh, so I'd recommend, definitely recommend that. And I'll also say this. Currently. I'd recommend Wheel of Time. I was a little... I I talked to Sasko, and he was not happy. Well, Sasko's not happy. That's Um, it. I haven't read the books, obviously. Um, I was not thrilled with the first three episodes, but I've watched, I think, five episodes now, and I'm like, okay. 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 I still think some of the CG's a little... but little sketch? The story is growing on me a little bit i mean i'll reserve judgment until it's done okay uh, and then also i'm enjoying hawkeye right now yes i will say that um the first two episodes weren't super impressive to me i feel like the action in it is weird i feel like the action feels overproduced if that makes a sense makes if that makes a sense does that make a sense like i f- uh, uh- I feel like there's a lot of cuts and there's a lot of, I don't know, it doesn't, I feel like I've watched other things like Falcon and Winter Soldier and the action sequences, sure. for lack of a better phrase, feel more realistic. 
Sure. In a sense of just like, this seems almost CW-esque in a way for some of the action sequences. I feel like it's hard to base a entire property around an archer and not have it feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, with Falcon the Winter Soldier, you've got someone who's got a uh, an arm and a shield, and you've got someone who's flying. With this, you've got someone who's shooting a bow and arrow. I feel like you do have to manufacture as much excitement out of it as you can. I do like some of the, uh, like the scene where he dropped down in the car. Yeah. You know, before mm-hmm. like some stuff like that, I thought was uh, was all right. But uh, is there any scene in particular, without giving away spoilers, you can speak to that you were like, eh. Yeah, I'd say the first episode during the auction, like that whole sequence in the wine cellar, I was like, that uh, went on a little long. I was like, and mm, yeah, it didn't feel it didn't feel good. What I like most about it are there's some very touching moments that are yes. very subtle with Jeremy Renner and, and Clint yeah. Barton, um, and just there's a lot of pain there that he's trying to deal with and process. Um, and especially in the last episode, I, I felt myself being very, very compelled just by considering like what he's going through. There's, you know, the scene where he's talking to his son on the phone and, yep. you know, and everything like that. Like that was really humanized him yep, in, in a way. And I, that, that episode really brought me back around. I was like, okay, cool. And also like, you know, the, the echo is the name of the character that's in it. Yeah. yeah. She's phenomenal. Her story's phenomenal. Like, there's a lot of cool elements, but the first two I was like, I'm not really feeling this. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I Again, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a shot all the way through. So that was okay. a lot of me talking about recommendations. Justin, what do you got? Uh, nothing. Nothing. That's fair. Uh, I, I recommend uh, uh, Hawkeye as well. I think it's... I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, it I, I think it's got an interesting place to go. I hope they... I hope they go there. I feel like it could diverge into um, it could easily diverge into an Iron Fist esque like the the worst side of the Netflix series, or it could turn into a Falcon Winter. So, like it's it's at a it's at a crossroads right now, and it could go one of two ways. So I'm hoping it seems as though it's going to turn into the good lane. We'll find out, but I would definitely say worth a watch. Um, yeah, and then. I just finished Billions, uh, season five. Season six comes out uh, in January on Showtime. So if you have access to it, I would strongly recommend checking it out. Uh, it's not an easy show to binge. Uh, they are like almost full hour long episodes, but there's something about it. After a certain amount, you get real sucked into it, and it's a it's a pretty good. Story. It's very Greek tragedy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, these are all extraordinarily flawed characters. And, uh, you know, who just can't get out of their own fucking way. But what is interesting is that it gives you a really cool insight into the world of extremely high finance, like the billionaires, the hedge fund people, and then the legal side and how a lot of people – it shows you how in politics how quickly and easily it is to get corrupt and start making those little moral compromises that then snowballs into something else. And uh, from everything that I've read, a lot of people from Wall Street and a lot of uh, people, political analysts and stuff who have watched the show have said this is one of the shows that does the best job at accurately representing how things really do run 
on both sides of the spectrum. So interesting. If you're watching it, yes, they 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 you know trump it up a little bit for some drama, but rest assured, as you're watching it, this is not a inaccurate representation of what what happens at the top, what happens in the rooms that we will never be allowed in. Interesting. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to recommend real quick was Eight Bit Christmas on HBO Max. Okay. Um, Steve Zahn, June Diane Raphael, and Neil Patrick Harris. The child actors in this are fucking amazing. They are so funny, and I, there's a there's a few of them who we are going to we're seeing the beginnings of some careers we're going to be cool. watching for decades. Uh, it's not a groundbreaking show by any stretch of the imagination or or movie. It is the next generation's reimagining of a Christmas story of um, uh, Jingle All the Way. That thank you, yes. Uh, maybe a little bit of the Goonies. Um, there's a few other. I can't remember. I Jack had Frost. These. Yep, you're nailing them right now. Keep going. What else you got for me? Let's see here. Uh, uh, that that claymation Christmas thing that comes out every year. The Rudolph one. Yes. And the yes, Frosty absolutely. one. Yep. And, and, absolutely. Yeah. And a little bit of Citizen Kane. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All rolled absolutely. into one. Uh it's just it's a good uh uh Die Hard. It, it's a good it's a good throwback to all those uh movies of the eighties that were campy and fun. Um, oh, Princess Bride, because Neil Patrick Harris narrates what happened to him when he was a, nice. a young kid. So it's it's cool. I would say give it a watch. Uh if you were born in the eighties, it'll give you a little twinge of nostalgia because it's all about wanting a Nintendo for Christmas. Original Nintendo. There you go. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. A lot of recommendations for two Whew, Yeah, for, for something that we actually didn't fill in in our notes. We came up with some because <laughs> we weren't focused. Uh, That's right. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, if you Again, if you if you really like what you're seeing here, please like, subscribe. Uh, and that'd be the world to us. And also, please be sure to follow us on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Uh, don't forget that we stream live for the podcast on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central and also Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central for the video game stream uh, with myself as the host. Um, that's at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash Podcast. Check us out there. And also, don't forget to check out Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the all-man realm, Check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the places you find and consume podcasts. Please subscribe to us, share us around, leave a review, do all the things you can do on there. All of that makes a big, big, big world of difference. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap. And then just keep an eye on all of 2East8th's social presences because things are coming. Things are coming, y'all. As, as Ron Jeremy once said, things Oof. are coming. Yikes. R.I.P. Uh, so to that, I say, uh, just, uh, I mean, he's getting a lot of legal problems right now. Oh, did not know that. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I walk back that fits what I said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so that, that said, I say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. YouTube chat. Thank you. And listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.